podcast. Back together again. You got fat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> BW. BW 2020. Massive release. This is our first MCU movie. It is. Episode 22. Episode 22. I think this is like... This is what we thought we were going to be doing. Yeah, we every weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, major releases yeah. every weekend. Uh, it didn't work out that way. Fast of night. <laughs> yeah, upgrade. Underwater. Oh my god, underwater. Dude, let's do Scoob. It'd be hilarious. Uh, but now, it is time. It is time. Finally, Black Widow. Uh, this is bigger than all the DC movies we've done. <laughs> For sure. Oof. Okay. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, this is like kind of smaller end on the MCU. Is it? Dare I say. Is it? Like Kevin Feige, this is our most requested movie. Um, it's, they're, they're obligated to do this. Okay. You know what? We'll get into that. I have a question about I hate that this later. Movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> let's just uh, let's get through the cast billing here. Starring Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. David Harbour. Rachel Weisz. Rachel Weisz and Florence Pugh. Oh, you, there's another one. You know Florence Pugh. No. She's in Little Women. Oh, yeah. She's playing this hyped character I'm hearing so yeah, much about. Yeah, she's playing her she sister or something. Yeah. I haven't seen um, Little Women. Yeah. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Is she good in it? She's okay. She was nominated for it. Right. She's a good a- actor. Yeah. So I've heard that she, yeah, is amazing in this. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie that obviously has been delayed several times. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I, I don't want to get trash this movie. I'm excited to see it, mm-hmm. but it does kind of fall in that like F9 umbrella of like pre-COVID. I would have been, I was experiencing a bit of Marvel burnout. Okay. I was kind of like, I think this break may have been a blessing in disguise for. The I was Marvel thinking Cinematic that because they were able to just unload three TV series to kind of yeah maintain, but not they're exactly. not drumming up anything. The I mean, so far, One Division and uh, Loki. And- Loki. No, sorry, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Those two were okay. You haven't started Loki yet. No, I haven't started Loki yet. I've done four episodes. I'm just going to wait for the whole thing to be done. It's really good. Is it really? So far, really good. I think I was a bit disappointed in the MCU in the sense of like after Endgame, I think it was unwise to... I liked Spider-Man Far From Home, but Mm -hmm. I think it could have used a break because it's like you built this huge Let it rest for like a year. It was like what, like three months later, the Spider-Man came out. Yeah, it's weird to cap off because that caps off phase... That was last It finishes phase... Yeah. Three. So this is this was supposed to be the first of Phase Four. Yeah. One Division and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki ended up mm-hmm. kicking off Phase Four. I don't know why they wouldn't have Spider Man kick off Phase Four. Like, yeah, it was, they said. I actually the, watched it last night. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. It is quite good. So they said that was like the epilogue of. Oh, okay. When, when, yeah, so yeah. When you say it like that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm all in. <laughs> and when and it is kind of like the grieving of Tony. Mm-hmm. And, so I get that. Mm-hmm. But now I think this is a nice kickoff for Phase Four. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they're going with this in other ways because to me, this isn't going to, and this is one of my like questions slash predictions for you. Mm-hmm. Do you see this kind of pushing the envelope of like so the larger story of where we're going in phase four, or is this just a complete aside? Okay. So yeah, I, fuck. I had this question for you because I frankly didn't have an answer. Right. So I'll, I'll rephrase my, I'll hit you with my question, but I'll give you an answer as well. So okay. my question was, how will they make this uh, installment a must-see for the MCU? Yeah, and it's so, a great question. I, I think that'll be the one kind of letdown coming out of this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't see it even hinting at who the larger villain's going to really? be or what's next for the MCU. No. That's interesting because I'm trying to think if I rack my brain here, Ant-Man 1, um, I guess I should preface three. this as saying I've seen, I've recently rewatched all 22 of oh, the movies. Wow. Uh, it's been about three months or so, but yeah, Brent and I, we went through all of them. And how was it? Phase one was so bad. Yeah. Well, Iron Man one's good. No, it doesn't hold up, dude. No, it's good. It's it's fat. I watched it's very, it. Very. I guess recently. when you watch Iron Man one, it just hits a lot of cliches from what we've grown to see. Yeah. It's growing into cliches now. So yeah. It's the only one that I think is is like mm-hmm. a good movie. So if I sorry if I use Ant Man one as a reference, right. it's small scale for no a kickoff ma- movie. For a kickoff movie, exactly. No major villain, but the one thing it did introduce was Hank Pym and Pym particles, mm-hmm. and that comes up. into play into Endgame, right? Right. Uh, so for this one, I have like, okay, how are they going to tie this in and how are they going to make this a must-see? Because when you're going through the MCU, like, oh, there's 25 movies now. I'm like, oh, you actually don't have to watch Black Widow, but I think you're going to have to. I'm thinking some sort of Eternals reference. 
But it, it's it's a spy movie. I know. Like, how do you get Shang Chi? Maybe. Maybe. I, I've got I've got one thing. Okay, save it. Save it. Yeah. Uh, I just have written down like I'm sure moving forward now. I'm getting phase, excited now. Yeah. For Phase Four. I mean, after seeing the success of Endgame and bringing everyone back, I'm sure that Feige and everyone at Disney have like a very, very mm. succinct, succinct and tight They've had vision. a lot of time. They've had a lot of time. So I think maybe in this movie, it won't be extremely obvious. But at the very end, if you were to go back, I bet you there's going to be so many little Easter eggs, right. so many subtle nods. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll be looking at, do you think they went ahead and like, they're like now because it's been so long. Do you think they had to retroactively go in and maybe pepper a few things in there to make this feel a bit more substantial? Maybe a new post-credit scene that okay, they yeah. weren't planning before. Because yeah, yeah. Marvel have started doing the. It's always like a double now. You get a mm-hmm. quick one, a mid, more of then, a jokey one, and then a yeah. serious one. Yeah, it goes serious then jokey. Yeah. Serious then yeah, jokey. Serious right. then jokey. But All right. I hope so. My okay. So before we get into predictions, mm-hmm. can I give you my opening scene? You want to do opening scene first? Let's open with an opener. Open with the opening. All right. Hit me. All right. So uh, let me find it. Open on Black Widow's eye. Very close. Close up shot. As we pull out, we see her falling in slow motion on the Red Skull planet from... Oh, Voromir. Or from Endgame. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I recently watched Endgame as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she's falling in extreme slow motion. And like you can see that like... You can see the ground and the reflection of her eye. Oh, so she's living this out. She's, yeah, you know, this is like, you know, when they say like your life flashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, that's how we kind of get brought into the story. Uh, She's falling in slow motion. We hear a narration from her, her usual kind of like, I never had a family. (laughs) It wasn't always that way. Or no, she's like, now I have a family now, but it wasn't always that way. Oh, wow. And then we get a big flashback to her as a child, a la Age of Ultron, when Joss Whedon kind of hinted at that backstory. I think we'll see a scene of her like very flashbacky, like over kind of desaturated, but all the highlights are really bright. Like the window light coming in is really mm-hmm, bright. Mm-hmm. And she's, I think they're going to like go for something. Like I think she'll have, have been abused. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of hinted at that, that she had like a really rough childhood. Yeah. So I think we'll see her getting like punished for maybe like helping a student when they were struggling. Like, why did you help her? She was like, she wasn't yours to help. Mm-hmm. And she'll get like slapped across the okay, face yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then you'll see her like try not to cry. And then we'll see like a quick montage of her as we get like the. Yeah. And then we'll get like. That was good. And then I think we'll see. And then it'll go to her growing up through the years, becoming a chiseled teenage warrior, basically. And then seeing her kind of. Because I know this movie takes place, like, you know when it takes place in the timeline, right? Uh, I can't remember, but I do know it's two years after Civil yeah, War. in between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. So I think we'll see kind of the events that kind of happen there, and then we'll open with her on the run mm-hmm. when she was, like, a fugitive. Okay. I, th- I, 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 I think that's going to just be exactly what happens. <laughs> I mean, surely we're going to get some sort of time play between present... So I'm going to call that Voromir passed as a child and this this two-year after Civil War setting. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit you with my opening okay. scene here. It's kind of similar. David Harbour. <laughs> Two little girls play fighting over a toy. Okay. And they're, they're very obviously sisters. Yeah. A woman drives up and she's dressed in all black. <sighs> and she says, uh, Natasha, time to go. And she kind of pulls her Can away. Can accent one more time? Natasha. <laughs> <clears throat> Natasha, time to go. Okay. Uh, and pulls her away from the girl she's playing with. There's lots of screaming, kind of like Magneto in the first X Men. Oh, yeah. uh, and then she says, "Your training begins." And then we get the. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't. <laughs> Neither of those openings fill me with like a tremendous amount of no. confidence. Because Which makes me think that they're not going to do that. Like, okay, I don't know about you, but for some reason, when I think about this movie, all I can picture is the movie Salt. <laughs> yeah. Or I Columbiana. Kn- yeah, I know they're smarter. <laughs> they're smarter than just, just just do like a run-of-the-mill spy espionage Red Sparrow type movie. Yeah, exactly. So, but like, it's going to be her on the run. Mm-hmm. She's going to to get away from things she's gonna go back to her like hometown mm-hmm. she's gonna bump into someone either like her sister mm-hmm. or something from her past life mm-hmm. she's gonna help them out with something that they're doing and then that's gonna like expose a larger plot with the taskmaster 
but surely it's more than that. I don't think it's going to be that much more than that. The, the question is, does it need to be more than that? And well, I don't think so. But they, they have been like, they delayed this movie. It's not going on Premiere Plus it anymore. Is. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's twenty five ninety nine. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, they must have something up their sleeve. I think there's going to be tie-ins. Yeah. So my big thing that's like, obviously MCU has a horrible time, like letting characters stay dead. Mm -hmm. So I remember hearing a theory from a friend, like this is a long time ago. And he was saying that he thinks that this movie is basically taking place inside the soul stone. Mm. And it's all, it's like kind of a test and judgment of her character. Oh, and, and whether she, she, she like wakes she gets up to be alive end. on that planet. Oh, no. So that's the last pre at the post ending. The post ending, <gasps> she wakes up on Vormir. On Vormir, and Red Skull's like, "I have a mission for you. You survived the task. Yeah, no one has survived the task. The soul is whole." <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, hey, fuck. kiddo. I feel Iron like Man's there. <laughs> you know they can't kill her off. I think they must. They must. <laughs> they right, killed her. They're already giving her a movie. Let me give you some fast questions. Okay. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Which infinity stone will we see, if any? None. None? Okay. I'm done with stones. Okay. Um, how much Hawkeye screen time will we get? Yeah, I've got here. Jeremy Renner cameos, guaranteed. Guaranteed. It has Finally to get to know what happened in Budapest. That was my second fast yeah. question. <laughs> will we get to see what happened in Budapest? <laughs> Thank or, God. <laughs> or how many Budapest reference will we get? No, we get to see it, and I can't fucking wait. You and I remember Budapest very differently. <laughs> And we'll find out why. Um, okay, a couple notes here. Um, so I'd, since seeing, I just went through the MCU here again. So in Endgame, when they go on Voromir, Red Skull goes, Natasha, daughter of Ivan. Mm. And she tells uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, I didn't even know my father's name. Okay. So is, is David Harbour her actual father? I suspect not. I think he, him and Rachel Weisz kind of like rescue her from her like... The ages don't quite The spy up. training and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's quite old enough to be her father. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see David Harbour. Yeah. I think he's really talented. Uh, he's probably going to die, though, eh? Yeah, he'll, he'll die. In a very, like, emotional Red, sacrifice. Red Falcon, I believe, is his name. Ah, uh, Red I'm something. Captain America, but better. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of Captain America references from him. Yeah. Uh, I got lots of flashbacks written down. I think we're really going to explore her adolescence, like you said. Yeah. Um, Hydra references? Yeah, a couple Hydra references. <clears throat> My big thing that I'm hoping they do is for some reason, I think we're finally going to get a juicy X-Men reference in this movie. Like, hear the word mutant for the first time. They got to give this movie something. something Maybe maybe we got fucking Wolverine. Sing! Yeah. Okay. No, we're going to For some reason, I was leaning Fantastic Four, but I think they're saving that for Doctor Strange or Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah, Ant-Man Quantumania, I think, is going to introduce Reed Richards in like a supporting role. Hey, guys. Don Kaczynski and Paul Rudd. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, John John Krasinski. It's just good the, show. He's the only person who can play Mister Fantastic. Um, and Taron Egerton is my Wolverine. Stop, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, at have you seen the Boss Logic fan art? <laughs> at the end of Winter Soldier, she releases all the Shield files uh, to the public. Yeah. So <laughs> you're so refreshed. On oh MCU yeah, right dude. now. So she does that uh, to kind of spite Robert Redford. Um, so I think that's going to be the, our jumping off point where someone tracks mm. her down. Her past catches up with her. Oh, God. I'm not running from my past anymore. Exactly. Uh, question for you. Do you think we'll see more of her sister played by Florence Pugh in the MCU moving forward? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that they've been like blown away by her performance. Oh, okay. Well, wow. she is even being touted to be the new Black Widow. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, and here's the million dollar question, I guess. Yep. Um, actually, I'm going to say that. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, wait, no, I already made that prediction. So, yeah, here's the million-dollar question. Do you want slash do you think the MCU needs a Black Widow film? Um, really take the time to digest this. I would say yes. It's kind of, it's kind of bullshit that <clears throat> all the other characters have had their standalone film, except mm-hmm. for her and Hulk. Hulk got a big role in Thor, mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Then mm-hmm. again... She had a really big role in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's not a mainstay. Hawkeye's getting a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense. Like, I just don't want them to give her, like, a pity yeah. tribute film, which is what this kind of feels like it is to me. Unless it does something really big and unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my concern is that I definitely don't want this to be a pity film. And, like... Pity film. <laughs> I think, like... 
she was like an excellent character like watching them re-watching them like fuck she's actually like super badass she really commits to it and she does a lot of good like stunt work like it's very yeah. like bourne esque mm-hmm. very mission impossible very bond-esque yeah. so i mean like i think the makings of a great spy espionage film is is there but, but what i've heard them say is like that like and they always say this it's like a different flavor for the mcu or whatever mm-hmm. but i've i have heard like ad nauseum like the director say like this is a movie like a different it's its own genre in the mcu so initially i was like oh this is living in that like captain america world where it's like the more gritty espionage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i think this might be and this is part of my trivia scarlett johansson said that a huge influence for this film was actually logan oh okay so kind of like a gritty send-off movie more then. like yeah gritty all right yeah movie. i'm down for that for so sure it's like yeah not so much about all the spy and espionage stuff but more so like a deeper character study mm. and if, okay, if they yeah. can pull that off really well and it's rated pg-13 a lot of the marvel movies are rated pg okay so, so a bit grittier. That's, that's good yeah might get might get a few like violent scenes which is which will be nice mm-hmm. so i think it's gonna be good I, I don't, maybe don't tell me, I don't know who the villain is. Oh. You said the Taskmaster? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, really? I'll have to consult my Marvel encyclopedia. Yeah, I did see, I won't tell you, obviously. I saw a, a mild spoiler. Oh, how dare you? I know. I'm not going to tell you. I know, but even but, just bringing that up in my presence. I know. I found out, like, who was playing the Taskmaster. Oh, do not tell me that. So, Jesus it's, um, Christ. Beep. <laughs> Your face. I'll tell you what. I just want to move past that right say, now. You'll be happy. Fuck you. That's fine. Stop. <laughs> I have the producer's gonna give you hell for this. John Miller's gonna love this character. This Stop actor. it. It's in one of his favorite movies. Stop it. Da, 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 da. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> but uh, can, oh, I, tell, can I tell you what the Taskmaster's like powers are? No. Really? I don't wanna know. It's cool. No, I don't wanna know. But it's one of my main things I've got here. I don't wanna know. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I have a new little segment here for you. Okay. It's unique to the MCU. Okay. It's called Paint me that stinger scene. Okay. You can do stinger scene one or two or both if you're feeling it. I'll go for, I'll go for, well, I'm going to stick with my, with my stinger of her eye opening on Vormir or whatever Vormir, eh? Yeah. You think she's going to wake up in Vormir? I think the jokey scene will be her eating food with <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. She's like, I really need some shawarma. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do I don't yeah with um what's his name Professor Hulk or whatever yeah, yeah are yeah. you sure Natasha <laughs> I mixed the brain and the brawn <laughs> dab put that on TikTok Natasha <laughs> oh my god do you think we'll ever get a Hulk standalone film well he's in uh, they're doing he's the film She-Hulk, She-Hulk yeah. right now it's a show though right yeah. yeah how crazy is it that we're at that phase of the MCU where we're getting Moon Knight and She-Hulk like that's how deep this universe is yeah. getting now yeah good for them the worst one I cannot believe they're making Armor Wars starring Don Cheadle oh my god and it's about him <laughs> trying to like dispose of all the Iron Man tech and the political ramifications I've heard it's gonna be the house of cards of the MCU we don't uh, know that. There's also Iron Heart with Tony Stark's daughter. Morgan. Morgana. I love you 3000. Mm-hmm. Here's a question, I guess. Is, is, is it getting silly? Yeah, so I was just supposed to say, this is our first MCU, yeah. I guess, for first time or listeners of the podcast. Like, we're big MCU. We're big Marvel oh, heads. Yeah. Sometimes s- I wonder why. Well, it's, I guess, like... It's rare that the movies are truly great. Yeah, there's just a lot of nostalgia for me, at least. Yeah, and it's just when you when you see that when you see that logo and you see the, it's more the larger story I like mm-hmm. than the actual individual movies. I like getting hints and trying to guess where it's mm-hmm. gonna go and like having new characters introduced and seeing characters cross over. Mm-hmm. Like that's always fun. Yeah, and like which actors are they gonna get? Yeah. Like so, so who do you think is like possible to be appear in this? I think Jeremy Renner's... Jeremy Renner, yeah. So, yeah, okay, one of my questions is what other cameos are we going to get? Yeah. I was um, thinking maybe Vision. So dumb with Vision. We've seen so much of him lately. We have seen a lot of Vision. Doctor Strange, I want to see more of. Maybe Bucky. Yeah. Maybe a post-Thomas appearance from Chadwick Boseman. Ooh, if they already Natasha. had something filmed. Oh, can you imagine how beautiful that would That'd be? That'd be good. That'd actually be really good. Yeah. Yeah. If they, only if they had it filmed. I wouldn't want some CGI. Yeah, exactly. Know. Speaking of which, just quickly touching on thoughts on Black Panther, Wanda, Wakanda Forever. Just started filming, I believe. 
Um, do we know what direction Lu- they're taking it? There's in? a lot of talk of uh, was is it Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o taking over. Okay. I think they pretty much confirmed it's not Michael B. Jordan, which is what I really wanted. I think that yeah. Would that's would have been a beautiful way to do it. I mean, that's just that's just my inner Michael B. Jordan fan coming out. Yeah. So. It's just you can see him like, I'm not ready. I don't deserve the mantle. But he died. Though. I know, but he, that's, in that, that's in that afterlife. Oh, okay, yeah. We can bring you back. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Ryan Coogler's back? Yeah, he's yeah. back. Okay. And then, I don't know if you saw the trailer, Marvel's What If trailer dropped today. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. looks pretty cool. There's the coolest shot in the whole thing. It's like the narrator's talking about how, like, you never know. It was like things could have been different. And you know the famous circle around shot from Avengers 1? Mm-hmm. It's like doing that, and all of a sudden it flickers to, like, Guardians. Oh, wow. But, like, it wasn't all Guardians. It was, like, a random mismatch of characters. And it was, like, mm. it gave me chills how well they did this, like... And the animation style looks fucking incredible. Nice. It's, like, they have spared no expense. So, if I... Captain Carter. <laughs> That's a third If I were to ask you the question, I feel like after Endgame, I think we kind of chatted about how maybe we'll take a step back from being huge Marvel stands. Yeah. Maybe we'll take a step back from doing the opening night thing. But yeah, here we <laughs> are. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> are we... Are we taking a step back from the MCU or are we all in still? I mean, to be honest, if this was a bigger... If this was a, um, a franchise I was a bit more invested in, I think I'd be... I'm, I think I'm still there. I mean, then again, two years ago, Loki drops. Am I able to wait four episodes without watching it? Probably not. Yeah, true. But I don't really feel like a strong urge. Like, the Marvel fatigue or superhero fatigue will come. It's it like, has it, to. It, it's come for most people. Like, yeah. And I, I used to get quite defensive and, like, really fight for it. I'd mm-hmm. be like, you just, like... There's good and bad movies in every yeah, genre. Yeah, you got to watch this one. Yeah, but it's actually now so I'm good. just kind of like, yeah, like if that's how you feel, like that's mm-hmm. fine. I still enjoy some of them. Mm-hmm. There's some of them I'm really sick of. Like, I think I we mean, need less. We've been, yeah, well, okay, fuck. I don't need Shazam 2. I, I mean, need Shazam. I don't need Deadpool but. 3. <laughs> they, all, they all hurt our argument. They though. do, yeah. Wonder Woman 2 was pretty trash. Yep. The So this is, I think this is year 11 or year 12. So if we go back 10 years, we were both, what, 16, 15 years old? Yeah, when I met one came Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, we've definitely, in a sense, kind of, as adolescents, we've kind of grown up through it. Yeah, when when the Spider-Man 1 came out, that was, like, mind-boggling. Yeah, I remember my parents took me to the theaters. so badly. And it was insane. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. And Spider-Man 2 just lived up that night. But it was, I like Spider-Man 3. Dig on this. Speaking of which, that is a movie I'm excited for. So yeah, let's hit. Let's see what Marvel's got in store for us this year alone. We get, this year we get alone. Spider-Man this year. Yeah, we, is it December? December. So we're getting Shang Chi. Yeah, Legend of the Twelve Ten Rings. Ten Rings. Yeah. Twelve Rings. Which looks quite good. Abomination making his return. Yeah, uh, the Eternals. Oh wow! Directed by Academy Award Chloe winning Chloe Zhao. She was supposed to do this originally. Oh time. really? Yeah, that was one. Of, fuck, that was one of my trivia's and fucking doctor strange no that's not this year no spider-man no way home yeah which i've heard they've said is like the biggest like aside from like Endgame. yeah they're like people are gonna be mind blown when they see what's are we story. still on the rumors on that or is it confirmed Defoe, at this point prime main villain no fucking Goblin. way no fucking way i'm telling you man These, this sounds like Doc fucking Ock. screen rant.com no. <laughs> screen junkies screen junkies <laughs> No, it's like you go to some seen, you go to some questionable they, sites. They haven't announced it, but he's yeah. been, there's pictures of him on set. Oh, God. And Doc Ock, that one is actually confirmed. And Jamie yeah. Fox, Alfred Moyna, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jamie Foxx's Electro is yeah. also confirmed. <sighs> and Tobey Maguire, they uh, that I don't know. Tobey's not confirmed, and don't don't you dare dangle that in front of my face. <laughs> I think Andrew Garfield? Garfield might be. No, it's it. He he's come out and he was very sly and the guy's asking him in this webcam interview, he's like, You know I have to ask you, are you returning as Spider Man? He's like, They haven't called me. They could have emailed him. Nah <laughs> And he's got this little look in his eye, I'm like, fucking Andrew, you sly dog. Oh man, if they pull that off. We've got Morbius coming in hot as with Jared Leto. You see you just got cast as Craven the Hunter? Uh, I did, fuck. Give me a hint. ATJ, baby. I don't know. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven the Hunter. Which is weird because now he can't. That's separate universe, though. Yeah, I know, but they're going to merge him. We all know we're getting Hardy. We're getting Willem Dafoe, Tom Hardy. What's his name? Alfred Moretta? Moina. Alfred Moina. 
Moina, yeah. We're getting Jamie Foxx, Michael Keaton. That's a, that's your Sinister Six. What about that Scorpion in uh, no. Homecoming? Maybe you get uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Oh, I'll join your team. Okay, Jay so Jordan back James. to Black Widow. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, that's okay. that, that was a little foray into the MCU. I got some trivia for you. Here. All right, let's go back to Black Widow. Go for it. Who was originally the front runner to play Black Widow back in Iron Man 2? And I believe Ooh. she got pregnant, and that's why she had to drop out. Who was it? Emily Blunt. Oh, that would have been really good. Been so that would have been really good. Probably yeah. better. Yeah. Um, Marvel approached over 65 directors for Black Widow. And Kevin Feige was basically like, we wanted to get it right. So yeah. spoke to 65. That blows my mind. How do you pick someone out of that? Yeah, like what there's do you, no way one person you go through your portfolio yeah. and kind of <laughs> kind of interests me. Uh, I already said this. Logan was named by ScarJo as a, as a heavy influence. Mm-hmm. RT score current. You want to hear? I don't want to hear okay. it. Okay. Uh, this one you're gonna love. Uh, who originally auditioned for the role of y- Yelema Bologna or Belova? Uh, that's Florence Pugh's yeah. characters. Um, it was down to these two. I feel like Emma Watson or Correct. something. Really? Emma Shit. Watson. Yeah. That would have been so good. Wow. And this was a... You should know this. What film is this in the MCU? Oh, fuck. You're going to make me count these out? <laughs> oh, you mean a total or where does it slot in? What chronological number is it? Chronological number? No, like numerically. Oh, this numerically. Is this is... 23? 24. 24. Okay. So one behind James Bond. Oh, wow. It's kind of an interesting fact, too. Huh. And with all the TV series and stuff, it's, it's long eclipsed mm-hmm. James Bond in terms of mm-hmm. duration of films. Yeah, you know what? I'm really excited. I, I think I think they got something special up their sleeve for this movie. I hope so. Um, I'd like to see like really good fight scenes. Yeah, so I just watched the teaser again today in mm-hmm. sort of preparation. Looks good. Camera work looks good. Yeah. It's got hand-to-hand that kind combat of like, looks good. It's got that really good CGI look. Yeah. Not like Avengers 1 bouncy CGI. <clears throat> yeah, and I think it's going to be nice to be kind of a little bit grounded. You yeah. don't have to worry about like, you know, we always run into the issue of showing like, oh, how strong is Thor? He's super strong at this mm. in this moment, but then now they've kind of nerfed him down, yeah. right? So now, but now we... Cap extra strong. Exactly. But now we have an even playing field, human characters yeah. who are Except just... Except I guess Red Falcon is supposed to be... He's got this... this yeah, he's a super strength or something. I feel like, well, he's yeah. like... He was supposed to be like the Russian Captain America when they were competing. Mm. I think that's what the angle will be. Okay. But now you've got the fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strong! You know, he's going to yeah. open a big... <laughs> Still fits. <laughs> I can't drink vodka, but I try. I think David Harbour's gonna have a lot of fun in yeah. this role. Yeah, I think we'll get. I think the big reveal, the big thing they got is mutants. That's my I'll, mutants. I'll, I'll okay. go out there and guess that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Cool. All right. Well, I'm excited to watch this. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I'll see you in three. Duel. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good yeah uh all right yeah we're back from um black widow we're not alone it's you're not alone oh. <laughs> she knows she's not alone she's not alone there you go um all right anthony let's kick off this podcast mm. post show like we always do yep. out of tens ready three two one seven point five eight teetering eight yeah i was i was at a 7.5 mm-hmm. and i just it was like after finishing my whole review i kind of dropped it down to a seven i'm mm-hmm. open to being talked back into a 7.5 by the end okay yeah um i don't see it swinging much more when i yeah when i did my notes like i was i was kind of looking for reasons to bring it down almost mm-hmm. and i really only landed on one major thing right. um which i'm sure we'll get to yeah i mean let's talk about i've just got a bunch of things here that i really enjoyed about the movie mm-hmm. uh starting off with really enjoyed the not that every single scene in this movie is like small scale, but the small, intimate human side of the film, I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. particularly the camera work. Um, okay. yeah. It had kind of like this indie film vibe, mm-hmm. a lot of handheld. The opening scene was really like grounded and nice. Yeah, super grounded and didn't have that like typical Marvel flashback vibe where mm-hmm. you just feel like, okay, get me through the scene so yeah, I can get to the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt point. like it was like this is part of the movie. Yeah, we're taking time to explore this. Yeah, and yeah. in particular, like this, the setup that really stood out was when 
she's on the run and she gets located to that trailer mobile home where she's yep. just gonna lie low and she's just watching the movie mm-hmm. I'm like this is so different for an mcu yeah, movie. yeah like i'm just seeing a character watch a movie and like the way mm-hmm. she like knew all the words to it yeah it's a good character film yeah like that's something mm-hmm. i could totally see in like nomad land you know yeah yeah so really enjoyed that style um the quieter scenes i felt like they they took the time to be quiet they weren't rushing mm-hmm. to get to bigger and better things mm-hmm. um choreography in terms of the fight scenes, was a huge step up from mm-hmm. F9. <laughs> if you think about, like, the difference, it's, like, yeah, kind of yeah. embarrassing for, like, F9, you're supposed to be, like, this hand-to-hand This hand-to-hand action film, and then... Yeah, you're getting your ass handed to you by, like, Black Widow, mm-hmm. um, which shouldn't really happen. But action scenes were... But am I surprised? No. No, I'm not I'm not surprised. However, like, some of the recent MCU outings, like, one always comes to mind for me is, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm, like garbage fight scenes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. guardians have pretty garbage fight scenes Mm -hmm. so it was nice to see that return to like always compare it to winter soldier but like yeah that first quick hard-hitting fight scenes scarjo versus the taskmaster on the bridge there yeah when she takes unreal unreal scene really really good and then when she first meets um her sister at the apartment yeah in Budapest. Fight, in Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> that fight scene, really hard hitting, mm-hmm. creative. Oh, what's what's in my environment? Kind of drawing from yeah. the Bourne series yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely Bourne vibe. Can't speak highly enough of those scenes. Taskmaster design, stunning. So, so cool. Stunning. That's was well, that's one of my complaints. Is like, fuck, I wanted to see more Taskmaster. Yeah, Taskmaster killed it. The retractable knives, like the yeah. whole way the suit was put together. Mm-hmm. That kind of like don't care if I kill you or not, as long as I accomplish my objective. I really like that. We've Mm -hmm. seen it before, like some draws from like the Terminator, for example, but like, it was just nice to see, like really enjoyed those scenes. Yeah. I thought it was very like ominous. Like anytime you saw the taskmaster, you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. And so that was all going really well. First, like two thirds of the movie. I'm in like the eight, nine kind of range. As we kind of push forward here, Scar Joe just gives her all. It's a shame that she gets outshone in her, like, solo film. I feel like it was kind of done on purpose, though. Because they're trying to pass the mantle. Trying to, to pass the mantle. Florence it wasn't like... Pew. Yeah. It wasn't like she was... I don't think ScarJo's kind of looking back at this film and she's angry. I think she got a great send-off. Yeah. And, like, her character didn't get shorted anything. I mean, obviously, Florence Pugh got the, the funny lines and she's mm-hmm. kind of the new fun character, but... She's just something special. Like, right away in the first scene she was in, like, mm-hmm. there's something about her... I think it comes to, like, I've, I've wrote here, like, her naturalism, her characterization work mm-hmm. that she's clearly done on her own time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how actors, like, they always say, like, the best actors know so much about their character that you never even know. Okay, Like, yeah, they yeah, explore yeah. their backstory. They know their mm-hmm. favorite food. I feel like she did that work, and it kind of shone through. Okay, yeah. Like, such a well-realized character. It was quite surprising because she doesn't get a whole lot of time to like, you don't learn that much about her. Mm-hmm. You get that cool flashback of her yeah. as a young kid, but she's kind of in the backdrop. Yeah. You get the dysfunctional dinner scene where she really shines. Yeah. Where she, she goes like, the family was real to me. Exactly. Yeah, like, and Whoa. like, she's kind of, she's got that edge to her. She's very sarcastic, mm-hmm. but like kind of emotionally vulnerable at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that really stood out to me as like the highlight of the film, which okay. is kind of I know everyone's saying everyone's that. Saying, oh, she steals true. the show. Yeah, <laughs> she really did. She really did. Okay. Uh, what else do I have here? So she elevated it. Um, and then, yeah, kind of moving on to some of the negatives. I found the third act. The film started to spiral out of control for me a little bit. Okay, yeah. So I have written down... Um, where is it here? Yeah, the third act was... Is, is a bit messy and a bit choppy. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not saying because it, it was three, it was three kind of different things going on. We had the ScarJo with Ray Winstone, right? We had Florence Pugh and Rachel Vice sneaking around. Yeah, and we had David Harbor with the weird fighting. masks for some reason, like the Mission Impossible masks. I was like, what the fuck oh is yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And then we had David Harbor fighting. So we're switching between these three totally very different, mm-hmm. and it was it was a bit jarring. And that's not to say each one individually wasn't interesting, but to blend them all three together, kind of like you know, it's a classic action movie. Yeah. climax what we see now there's three different things going on but they didn't really blend together that well they felt kind of independent of one another yeah it kind of it kind of felt to me like the movie panicked a little bit and kind of went back to formula it was like well we need a big like evil plan at the mm-hmm. end 
and I didn't really understand the evil plan. Like, I, th- I thought, to put it this way, like, I thought Ray Winstone, for me, was, like, the worst part of the movie. Like, I did not need I, a generic supervillain. Not even a supervillain, just, like, a mustache twirling. Really, I kind of liked him as, like, this kind of despicable villain. I could have yeah. done without the kind of world, take over the world aspect. Yeah. It would have been nice if it was just, like, you know, he's, like, almost trafficking these underage girls, and it just... Yeah, like more irredeem or not redeemable, and just kind of like you know we're gonna stop this here. Yeah, exactly. Like I just didn't get like his. I honestly didn't really understand like what the bigger plan was, and like it just felt all very convenient that like this has clearly been going on in the background. Like the timelines of it just didn't really make sense for me. Mm -hmm. It was like we've got Scarjo on the run, Mm -hmm. and that was like a great time to catch her up. But then it just happened to coincide with like her backstory also culminating mm-hmm. co-currently, and she just kind of stumbles back into her past. I mean, that's that's just movie writing, man. Yeah, but it just feel like that was something that you should have. I think the, the 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 connective tissue like wasn't as strong as it could have been. Okay. In that sense. Okay. Yeah. No, no fair enough. Um, I'll kind of get into what I have here. Yeah. So for my like the good stuff, I like so like what you said the first two-thirds of the movie like amazing i was like super engaged um what we said about florence Pugh. i also like like the smart writing it was, it was really good humor um i know you just mentioned you watched um far from home yeah rewatched that and there's kind of like some kind of cringy slapstick like when the teacher drops his camera in the canal and stuff yeah and it's like that's kind of geared towards kids it felt like this one it didn't rely on that that loud and oh goofy funny it was like it was mm-hmm. more smart and like yeah David Harbour is kind of this this character that says funny lines, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, man, like just shut up. Mm. And like the the meta joke about the hair the hair toss and the superhero landing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. No, no, I'm saying yeah. I like that. I enjoyed okay, that. Yeah, 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 I enjoyed that kind of humor. It didn't rely on like silly dumb humor. Right. There was no slapstick. Yeah, there was no like. There was no just generic or like what's the there's no humor side comic relief like side character. Yeah, exactly. It had these like characters that had a lot of characterization to it them. It felt very human. A yeah. joke that you would make in the moment. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't inappropriate. It was like oh okay yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, and yeah. it made sense for the character. Like we see David Harbor in the flashback sequence, and mm-hmm. he's in the kind of peak of his career, mm-hmm. and then you know he's been in prison all these years, mm-hmm. so it makes sense that he would be a little have a few screws loose. Yeah, and. Just but he was be, so, like, self-obsessed. Yeah, but also, like, self-loathing because yeah. he was, like, supposed to be a father figure for these girls and just kind of completely let them down. Yeah, so that's what I have here. He's I like that they didn't give him, like, a re- redeeming arc. Yeah. Like, he was supposed to be this father figure, but in the entire movie he was really just this selfish character. Yeah. And I appreciate that they took that direction. Totally. I found that Rachel Weisz's character... I never really like she had like a nice redemption arc and mm-hmm. I enjoyed I enjoyed her interactions but I felt like we kind of culminate at the end we we stop Ray Winstone's character mm-hmm. we have like the cool skydiving scene yeah and then all the other black widows are now just on this like side mission with like David Harbour and Rachel yep. Weisz and that for some reason that just like didn't do anything for me. Like it didn't fill me with mm-hmm. anticipation they, they to see any more in. of those yeah. characters. Yeah. I feel like they, they, the writers could have given Rachel Weisz something, something more to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my, my, I guess the things I didn't like is I've already mentioned like more taskmaster, master, taskmaster, taskmaster. Um, <laughs> nice little reveal there. With Olga. The Olga. Yeah. The producer's going to love that. Producer John's going to love that. Um, but yeah, there was there was um, a moment where Taskmaster kind of does the Black Panther claws. Yeah. The movie cuts away, and we come back, and they're fighting differently. Yeah, I thought we were going to see so much, because that was the thing I wanted to tell you yeah. in the pre. I was like, I knew that Taskmaster imitates people's powers, mm-hmm. and you see him, or her. So yeah, t- typical, you think it was a he. Yeah. So it was kind of <laughs> cool that they, they switched that. Yeah. But you see her researching, like all these other yeah, heroes. Yeah, the Hawkeye thing. And you just you barely get any of that. Yeah. You get like one arrow from Hawkeye, yeah. and then you get the Black Panther claws. But you, like, I don't know why. Why would you show the claws and not show us like two or three blows or a yeah? Couple people would have loved that. And one of my big complaints of this movie is like it's kind of a nerdy like 
kind of a superficial complaint, but it's like I wanted slightly more like connection to the MCU yeah. and the larger plot. So it's like, if you're not going to do that, at mm-hmm. least have like, I'm tired of Captain America references. Like he's <laughs> just the only thing that pops up in these movies. And yeah, I guess, well, my question for movie. you is like, this movie does not have many MCU ties. No, not that I noticed. Yeah, But is that, does that detract from it? Like, does that, so we talked a lot in the pre-show about how, um, like, how are they going to make this an MCU must see, you know, when you buy the box set, are you going to skip this one? <laughs> and this one, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't really tie into the MCU that much, but as a standalone film, it's great. As a spy thriller, it's great. So for it not giving you any more towards the MCU, do you detract points down on that? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a lose-lose for them because we, we complain kind of both mm. ways. It's like, oh, this movie just exists to set up other movies, and then it's all like, you know, this movie should stand on its own. I think you have to find the the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Like you have to find a nice balance of setting up the larger plot. Like that's what made the early MCU movies like so engaging, even though the movies weren't amazing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was that you're constantly like getting these little hints of, Mm -hmm. and you're getting excited by what was next. And I really feel like they've put the brakes on that recently. Like the movies have felt a lot more contained. Yeah. I mean, we're not that many in, we've just had Spider-Man and this one. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the TV series, which feel very contained. Mm-hmm. So I just, I would say like, yeah, like it's almost, I don't think you're giving Black Widow her due diligence because she, yes, she deserves her own awesome movie and she has that, but make it, you also have to make it and important. You, see, you have yeah. to make it important Fair to enough. the overall story. Mm-hmm. And it felt like you've just kind of given her this like side story and we've pleased the fans who wanted it and mm-hmm. we've can check it off of the list and now we can just move on so i don't think this movie will stand the test of time in terms of the mcu in terms of the mcu but as a movie on its own it's quite good it's quite so i'll ask you again did you detract points for it for not contributing to the mcu i did okay and i i tried to not so i'm gonna say i did not i did i probably would have given it like a 7.5 or an Mm 8 because i think like you're i'm not ranking this movie the same way i rank any other movie like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm looking to be fulfilled with that like yep. child childlike excitement yep. for yep. what's next and it didn't do that mm-hmm. i guess we can kind of uh transfer into the post credit scene which to me was like disney plus level of just like inconsequential don't care like yeah so um i guess you've seen falcon and winter yeah. soldier so for people who haven't I guess it wouldn't even make sense if I tried to explain it. <laughs> it's like we're just we're we're squabbling at this point to get a Hawkeye reference. <laughs> yeah, apparently that was supposed to come up before. Yeah, I'm sure you read that. So she, what's her name? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Right. She Seinfeld. Yeah, it, it is her. And okay. Veep. Right. Okay. So she is now like she seems to be this like anti Nick Fury. Yeah. Who's recruiting? I think I did a little bit of research. It's yeah. called like the Dark Avengers. I don't know if you've heard of this. Okay. So she's. I a, knew she was the anti Nick Fury. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go that far. So it's like there's this, or it's like yeah, the Dark Avengers, and she's recruiting like almost members. So she's mm-hmm. obviously got uh, Wyatt Russell, yeah. Captain America. Um, she's got now Florence Pugh. You would mm-hmm. assume who we can now pretty much guarantee will be appearing in the, in Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show. show. But I feel like that beef is like. It's, it's just, just it's one doomed. interaction. Like, it's yeah. so easy to, to like, clear the air. No, <laughs> yeah. we're actually best friends. You can yeah. come meet my daughters. I'm like, all right. Exactly. <laughs> like, who do you trust? This random woman who just approached you or, like, me who you know is Black Widow's lifelong best friend? Yeah. And like, she even she even says, like, when they're in the vents in the subway in Budapest, she's like, yeah, me and Clint stayed here for, like, two nights. Yeah. So, for me, that's a poor, poor post-credit scene. It was. It started off really well, man. Quite emotional, actually. Mm-hmm. Visiting the grave and then, like... Seeing all the other... Tri- I was, like, looking for the tributes. Yeah. Like, Is there other things to pull And then you get the, the weird nose-blowing horn sound. Yeah. And it's like, oh, are we doing a joke now? Pretty, yeah. actually, pretty funny moment here. Um, for those who don't know, Auntie and I watched this movie separately. So there yeah. was a kid in my theater, probably about 11 or 12, and this post-credit... Uh, scene rolls up and he just goes what she died she died like when she got in the jet at the end she died oh my god and That's... he had no idea and then as as we're leaving the theater i can kind of hear people whispering like yeah remember, remember i think she died in the other one and it's so just like, yeah people aren't hey that's what happens when that's i think covid's a huge part of that because people forgot or big break and people mm. are just like not as caught up as they were because 
I guarantee everyone in that thought theater seen Endgame. They just they probably <laughs> just don't remember that even happened. <laughs> so like it's it's unfortunate because like the more we're actually talking about this movie, the less it's doing for me. Really? Yeah, because if I I could sum it up here, I have this line here that says does not contribute to the MCU, but if no. if you remove that lens, it's a great action film with some great depth and themes to it. Is it a great action film? Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, think of how many shit fucking action films yeah. come out. Okay, so the action scenes were great, and I remember thinking in the theater, I was like, remember the impact these scenes are having on yes. you because they're... We just watched, two weeks ago, we watched F9, which yeah. is supposed to be a great action film, and it was boring <laughs> as hell. Was this movie boring? No. No. It, it was a good movie. It, yeah. The, it's, it's one of those unfortunate movies for me where it's like, there's nothing wrong with a the movie. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. There's mm-hmm. lots of good things, mm-hmm. but there's nothing that will like really stay with me aside from like Florence Pugh's performance. Okay. Fair and fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue and say that you're wrong at that point. Like the prison escape scene. Loved it. You loved it. I loved it. Yeah. yeah it was my favorite scene. <laughs> so for, for, we get this, the, re, the okay. So they go pick up David Harbour's character. Mm-hmm. He's been there for God knows how long they he's breaks breaks that guy's arm in the mm-hmm. arm wrestle which was really cool a bit triggering for you yeah 100 percent, a little bit of ptsd <laughs> and then they come yeah. in the helicopter they break him out and it oh just... don't don't oversimplify <laughs> it there's a good guy there's a bad guy and they win that was their big that was the big moment like the big halfway action scene. yeah it was sick it was sick it was a good action scene <sighs> didn't love it okay that's fine. I did have one more um, thing I didn't like, um, and I don't know if you picked up on this, yeah. but throughout the movie, David Harbour's character is constantly saying about how he hates Captain America and how yeah. he kicked his ass, even though he's making it all yeah. up. When the Taskmaster has the shield and is acting like Captain America, I would have loved, I loved a little payoff to be like, he's fighting like the captain and then he just like invokes some soviet rage and they just kind of go at it toe-to-toe because it's like his moment to exactly exactly and it was weird because it felt like that moment was set up multiple times throughout the film but then they didn't touch on it yeah so i feel like there was some wonky editing going on in that third Mm, act maybe a few things that got cut i mean we've already seen with the black panther that's actually a really good point like that Mm -hmm. third act felt very chopped chopped up it just felt chopped up and like individually like i said each thread was great but when they chopped it up together, it just didn't work out for me too yeah. well. Did you know that, um, just to kind of switch gears slightly here, so there are some deeper connections to the MCU. Okay. So I don't know if you remember this, but Dracoff, who was Ray Winstone, was actually mentioned in Avengers 1 way back when Loki is talking to Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're Black Widow, Dracoff's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were saying that that could either mean... He's saying, like, you're the symbolic daughter because, like, he kind of owns you. Mm-hmm. Or he's bringing up the fact that she killed Dreykov's daughter to, like, oh, uh, like get her ledger okay. read. Okay. So there, there's some cool moments there. Yeah. How, like, whether that was, like, you know, planned or just, like, re... Um, yeah, just, like, retooled convenience. Yeah, retooled yeah, convenience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we want to briefly go over predictions here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one um, point, this is what this podcast was about. Yeah, opening scene. I had two little girls play fighting over a toy. There was a, there, there, there was a toy involved. Yeah, there was. A, a, a woman dressed in all black. It kind of happened. Yeah, you got that. Um, <laughs> it, uh, which Infinity Stone? We didn't see any. You no. got that. Uh, will we get to see Budapest or how many references? We kind of saw a little flashback. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't just like fan completely fan service f- that. Yeah, we just got to hear more about what it actually was about. Because that's when she killed. Drake yeah, you know, what? I I kind of wanted a full scene, but now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. it's, what they did was a lot. Better. It was that was a bit too mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, how much Hawkeye screen time? Not much. A lot of references. Just a photo. Yeah, that's all right though. I think yeah, like back in the day, I feel like the, the that post credit scene would have involved Hawkeye and like a cool little action scene. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a quick pickup day. Let's just go and like whip out our token. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the the movies should be the bread and butter, and yeah. the, the TV shows should feed into the into the movies. Do they? The so are, the, they are the TV shows like? I mean, are, Kevin Feige was like they're just as important as the movies. They're yeah, not. You can't expect that. You can't expect people to watch the exactly. TV shows. So like, give Black Widow's post credit scene more sustenance than like setting up a mm. Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. 
and for that's sure. that kind of I think symbolizes like still the fact that they won't they didn't quite give this character the gravitas that she deserved. Hmm. Good point. Like we know we didn't get any. What was it? What's the planet? Uh, Voromir. Yeah, like we didn't get any large. Any larger hints or like, yeah, larger hints. really hard bit all day. You yeah. want some connections. And you know, to your credit, we did talk about that a lot. One of the things I have here is how will they make this installment a must-see for the MCU? Um, did, did we get a Hydra reference? I think we did. I think the word Hydra was mentioned. Probably, yeah. Um, there was a prediction for, I said it's not her true family. It's adopted. I did say rescued. That's not true. Mm, yeah, you were right. I didn't, I didn't think the ages matched up, but David Harbour was like her father. In a sense. I did like how it was all just for, like, a spy thing, though. Yeah. Like, and it was just three years. Exactly. And it was, I, like, the closest thing she had to mm-hmm. this, like, stitched together childhood. And she ended up having... Yeah, I liked I liked how she referenced at the end that she has, like, two families. And it kind of gave her character some closure. Did she say that? Yeah, she's oh. like, now I got two families or something like that. Hmm. This okay. is my other family. I can't okay. remember. Paraphrasing. Uh, I said David Harbour touching sacrifice. We didn't get that. No, <laughs> touching sacrifice. <laughs> I'm kind of glad we didn't, to be honest. Do you honest. think we'll see David Harbour and Rachel Weisen? Like, are we going to see that thread expanded upon? We will see them in a upcoming show. Oh, really? Is that confirmed? No, no, not confirmed. It's my prediction. Because you know how these MCU shows are kind of whipping out of, like, Evan Peters is coming out in WandaVision. Like, so right. you'll get you'll get David Harbour in maybe in a couple of years. Like, Armor Heart, Iron Heart, or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you get a feeling that like this universe now is getting so large mm-hmm. that we are starting to like trip over our own feet continuity wise? Like there's so many powerful entities in this universe all circling around mm-hmm. on earth alone. Mm-hmm. And it's getting a bit like how many big organizations can there be? How yeah, yeah. many plots can crop up at once? Like mm-hmm. how many evil plans can there be that don't mm-hmm. intersect with each other? And, like, it's getting hard to keep track of now. Like, you've yeah, got yeah. now this faction of, like, he's just as powerful as Captain America. Yeah. I remember watching Endgame, like, when Captain Marvel arrives on Earth, they kind of like, where were you? And she's like, you know, not every planet has the Avengers. Yeah. That's the one line that kind of answers, oh, okay, I guess that's where she was during the Battle of New York and all yeah. But, like, something like the Eternals is coming on. They've been here since, like, yeah. the, the dawn got, of man. Yeah. And it's like... Okay, well, Thanos you've got Wakanda. You've got yeah. Luke Cage is out there somewhere. All right, settle that. Yeah. <laughs> So I, my, my bigger point here is I think it's it's time to look at this universe a little differently and start bringing in the multiverse so that we can not be shackled by the continuity of this world. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. leave this universe entirely for a bit. Let's go and explore like another multiverse. I just feel like the second they introduce, they're probably just racking their their million dollar minds. That how can we present the multiverse in a simple, digestible manner? Yeah. Because if it gets too complicated, you will lose a that, lot of yeah, the casual the, viewers. Yeah, the beauty of it is that you can just like, it gets you out of a lot of like writing conundrums. Mm-hmm. Like once you've once you've established this world, you can have a world where there's just Spider Man. You can do a world yeah. where. But then, does that make other worlds matter less? Like that's what I always struggle with. And then you bring them all together. No. <laughs> Whenever you need to, you got you got John Krasinski's post credit <laughs> scene. In that fucking fantastic car. <laughs> Stretches to close the door. <laughs> yeah, like in the, in this world, you cannot bring in Fantastic Four and X-Men as well. No, you can't. Because X-Men is like, that is a huge universe that they're about to like mm-hmm. play with. And I think that's why they're really taking their time. Because mm-hmm. they know that it's, it's a Pandora's box. Like, okay, here's a question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's this, as we begin to wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, say someone's listening to this, they don't really care about spoilers, but now they're they're reaching the end of the podcast. They're looking at Disney Plus Premium Access, $35. <laughs> not a chance. $35? Isn't that what it is? I thought it was $25. No, I'm pretty sure it's $35. Jesus. So they're looking at Premium Access. Maybe they got a roommate. You split the cost. Recommend it? If there's three of you. Really, eh? Three of you. I'd yeah. recommend it if you're splitting in the cost. And the only reason I say no to one person because 35 is, is, is pretty steep. Yeah, it is. And I think... Okay, so I, the way I would summarize this movie, it, I th- it sounds like I'm being a little bit harsh on it. Like, name, name a better action movie in the past two years. The past two years? Yeah. When it came out in the past two years. Uh, Upgrade. Oh, God. <laughs> I would say it's, in terms of MCU, if I had to, like, sit down and rank every single movie, mm-hmm. it's probably, like, somewhere in the middle. Like, uh, maybe, like, the upper 
it's above just above what just above the halfway mark somewhere it's it's a really good movie when you watch it and enjoy it mm-hmm. i haven't thought about it much like since i watched it it hasn't stuck with me hmm. but that's not really a fault to get like i had a, when i was in the theater mm-hmm. i was like i can't wait to talk about this mm-hmm. but because we've done this episode even a little bit later after than we normally did mm-hmm. i've had that two days to digest mm-hmm. it you've ruminated it's not age super well already mm. which isn't a great sign uh, fair enough don't be so upset <laughs> oh, no i'm not upset I, I was i was actually just thinking i like that where would you rank it amongst the mcus and i realize i have a very strong bias towards uh powers and abilities yeah i love i love seeing the showcase of abilities and stuff like that so. like let me just throw a couple at you is that is it better than guardians one no is it better than homecoming no is it better than Guardians 2? I think it might be. Is it better than Thor The Dark World? <laughs> what isn't? <laughs> is it better than Iron Man 2? Yes. Is it better than Thor Ragnarok? No, I really of like Thor Ragnarok. Of course I really it's like, not. I, I mean, really like Thor Ragnarok. Civil War, no. I relax. Winter Soldier, no. <laughs> you just naming all the best ones. Infinity War, no. But I've been quite a few. Better than Ant-Man and the Wasps? Yes. For sure. Ant-Man and the Wasp is, is right down there for me. Really? I, I think it. Ant-Man and the Wasp is, is so probably, forgettable. It's probably middling. It's quite forgettable. <laughs> so when you actually start looking at it, Iron Man 1 is not better than, in my opinion. It's better than Iron Man 3. Yep. It's better than Iron Man 2. It's better than Thor 1. We're just going to go through all of them. Thor. Yeah, we're going to fucking do it right now. All right, here we go. Better okay. than The Incredible Hulk. Yes. Yes. It, better than Iron Man 1. No. Better than Iron Man 2. Yes. Better than Thor. Yes. Better than Captain America: The First Avenger. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, uh, I said yes. I know. <laughs> better than Better than the Avengers. No. Better than Iron Man three. Yes. Better than Thor two. Are you keeping track of this? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm writing these. Oh all yeah, down. yes, yes, yes. I'm writing these all down. Okay. Um, better than. Zero. Testing you here. Guardians. It's Thor, you said Thor two. Thor two. Captain America. Oh 2. yeah, Captain. It's not no. better than Winter Soldier. Is it better than Guardians? No. Is it better than Ultron? That's a close one. I think it is. I, lo- I think I, it is. You know I'm an Ultron fan. I know you're an Ultron fan, but looking back on it. Yeah, it's better. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a big win for this yeah. movie. It needed that. So now that we're comparing it, man, it's, it's doing quite well. Yeah, it is. It's it's a good, it's a good, solid movie. Better than Doctor Strange? Oh, yeah. I hated Doctor Strange. I didn't hate Doctor Strange, but I was disappointed because the movie could have been better. It could have been better. We spent a lot of time doing Origin, yeah. but I, that, I, that's for another I podcast. I think you'll find <laughs> it's going to be worse than... It'd probably be the worst Phase 4 movie. I think Eternals Ooh. is going to be sick. Doctor Strange 2 is going to change the world. Shang-Chi looks pretty good. Shang-Chi, yeah, it looks good. Shang-Chi, <laughs> Shang-Chi looks good. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is going to be the best movie in the history of the MCU. Yep. They're putting all their marbles into that one. Peter? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad they, I'm glad she got the send-off that she deserved as a character. I really think she came along, like, from Winter Soldier on... She started like getting better and better and like mm-hmm. really stealing the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was like sensational in Endgame. Like yes. the way that after the blip, like even Captain America's like kind of given up. On, yeah, and she's eating she's, the peanut, peanut butter sandwich. She's just like yeah. she's not letting go of being an Avenger. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, she just loves her job and she's happy with her redemption. Mm-hmm. And now that all makes it adds it adds this movie adds some nuance to that performance mm-hmm. now. Because she'd had that finality of like finding who her family was. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to go back and see the post Black Widow movies. Okay. I think that's why she was like happy to sacrifice herself mm-hmm. because she felt like she had done she had she'd done all these horrible things mm-hmm. and now she had done this like great deed and freed all the other Black Widows and kind mm-hmm. of like redeemed her mm-hmm. redeemed herself. Yeah. And got closure with the woman that she thought she killed. Yep. So that to me is big because it kind of plugs into the larger universe a little bit okay what um if you're kevin feige when would you have released this movie i think he had it right yeah oh no sorry no i no i thought you meant before maybe right before infinity war would have been a bit better yeah that's what i'm thinking too because then it would have given her death even more gravitas Mm -hmm. but you definitely it was yeah i mean it was filmed after yeah so i i people you are can't saying, oh, you can't you can't have you could not have released it after in between infinity war and Endgame. no you couldn't yeah all matters, before infinity war it would have been really good yeah all that matters they got there eventually mm-hmm. um do you think we'll ever see black widow's uh, scarlett johansson's black widow again 
I'm sure for Avengers five. Yeah, maybe five. Like a resurrection five to ten or years a flashback. Or... Five to ten years from now, I'm sure they'll bring everyone back. How are they gonna do that? Some sort of resurrection. Multiverse. Dude. Multiverse. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll get Chris Evans. We'll get Robert Downey. Robert Downey easy. Just toss him in a suit. I don't think you get. I don't think you get those two for like ten years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought you said five years. Five to ten. It won't be as impactful. You need like five. You need like. You need gray hair, Tony, mm -hmm. for that. What's the next MCU release? Shang Chi, August. August, hey. Yeah. So we've got Shang Chi in August. We've Eternals, got Eternals in, in November. November. Spider Man in December. December yeah. So we got a lot of MCU to come. Mm -hmm. All right then. So, in conclusion, summarize Black Widow in two sentences. Um, okay, great action film. What it lacks with MCU, it makes up with depth in themes and acting and humor nice yeah. that's a very nice summary well yeah. done all right then well we'll be back very soon maybe mm -hmm. with shang chi maybe something in between we'll yeah see. jungle cruise july 29th oh, who knows really down. <laughs> it looks kind of fun <laughs> all right well thanks for listening i've been on yeah. i've been anthony